With Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki, race one at Melton on Saturday night is the Allied Express Pace. And it's an intriguing little race. There's one big intrigue in it. That first emergency is a real thorn in the side. So I'm not... Whatever way you want to shape this, I think a smile on a wink's leads. So if Major Thinker starts off the off the inside second row, it stays on a small on a Winx's back and gets a great run. If not, is it just too good anyway from off the running line? Is that how you see it, Dan? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, again, I know I highlight this often, but I, I don't like emergencies in fields, uh, particularly in the main draw, because... Um, well, it doesn't um, invite you to have a, uh, a pre-post bet because, mm. uh, A, with a deduction factor, because a horse that is going to be drawn a good gate that is an emergency is unlikely to run, of course, but when they do um, and they're a $7 shot, they take out a bit of uh, the percentages but also change the race shape if they end up getting the run because for some reason, and maybe it's... Um, our, our mindset, my mindset, but whenever there's an emergency in the field, often there's not a price related to them. Um, uh, for people that are doing the tips and the like, and you, you're more likely to leave them out. But Duffy Hollow's got a great chance if it gets it a run. Does. <laughs> but it just changes the whole makeup of the field if it does run. And even though it, it's, say, it's likely it doesn't run, the fact that it's what's it, third, fourth favourite in the betting. So it has a major impact every which way you look at it. And, and I wish some of the people, at least from my, I don't know if I represent everybody else, uh, but I know I do a lot of people, um, keep them out of the draw. I mean, if the, the horse that's in the second heat of the um, uh, Great Southern Star, it draws eight and then all of a sudden because it's EOD and has a run and makes a mistake uh, a day later, it can be put on the outside of another horse, which again, doesn't really help the cause of just belief. But, you know, these things can be done. Put them out of the draw. If they're considered to be the 11th best horse in the race, well, and if they end up with the 11th best draw, so be it. It makes sense, doesn't it? So anyway, I feel like I'm talking to brick walls, but it's probably not the only issue that uh, it's only the brick walls that are listening. I, I am listening, so... Um. Oh, I didn't mean you, of course, you know that. Um, but uh, I just go on about it, but I, I just think that it it halts um, maximising the turnover on certain races, or even worse, um, the, the people that we're trying to attract, the, uh, a, a new punting, um, a trotting punter that we're trying to attract, and if they're losing percentages and their horses start in an indifferent position... It, it, it's you get put off by it. I mean, even I don't like to bet in races like that because it bites you on the on the baton um, when you think you're getting value or seeing a race run a certain way. It's hard enough trying to find a winner, and then at the last moment, you know, a scratching allows the emergency to start from a far better position, and um, I think it stuffs everything up. So. Wish there was a change. It can't be too big. I mean, if we can put our horses out of the draw, it doesn't matter what um, class they are. They could be a maiden. They start from barrier 12. Um, so same principle here, I would have thought. Otherwise, just get rid of emergencies. Yeah, look, it is highlighted in the Hunter Cup as well. And uh, some would say it's unfair to give them 13. Well, that's okay. Uh, just scratch then if you're the emergency. If well, you seven. I mean, if you're the 13th best horse, shouldn't you have the 13th best draw? I mean, if you ended up with the 13th best draw, um, uh, so so be it. But I'm, my suggestion more likely is use barrier seven because the out-of-the-draw horses would end up, you know, 
uh, in those races, drawing 12 and 13. So at least can't find a better man. What's he? He's been well supported, $14 or so now. Yet um, if he drew seven, he'd be 66 to one. Yeah. Big difference. One percentage to about 8% of the market. Yeah. So race race one, <laughs> I'd express, uh, we're taking all that into account. Uh, if Duffy Hoy doesn't get a run, do you tip Major Thinker? Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you pro- I'm not certain a smile on a wings can lead because Victory George can get off the gate pretty good, but you're probably right, there's a good chance to over the shorter trip. Um, yeah, Major Thinker. Uh, major Thinker, I've still got on top. But there are a number of different scenarios. Being over the shorter trip, uh, he's obviously lightly raced, but heading in the right direction. And he went off a back row draw last start, so he, he chases pretty good. So nine, I've got the nine on top of two, Harry Who, uh, ten, which is Jack O'Connor, and, and one a smile on the winks. And if I knew Duffy Hollow was going to run, uh, and he was not an emergency, he'd absolutely be in my top three. Nine, two, ten, and one. He does, does a good job, Peter Thompson, doesn't he? He's, he has high-level horses, and he's got a career strike rate of 17%. That is... Uh, he'd be the, probably the more underrated trainer going around that no one ever talks about, Peter Thompson, in fairness, Dan. And, uh, yeah, I've got I've got Major Thinker on top, whether it's leaders back or maybe three back the outside, something like that. I think it's the obvious horse to beat in the race. But I think, for me, the the best play in the race, if I was going to have a bet in it, would be a smile and a wink. So on a on a small win, more place percentage, I think she's going to lead. She's she's won three of the, her last five when she's led. She can run some time. She's going all right, this horse. Basil Dooley's got to go in really well. I think uh, you can give her last two, and uh, she's $12 and three thirty. She's going to give a great sight for a long way. Uh, highly invincible. I'm not off the bandwagon yet either. I think it'll be running on, but $5 and $1.90 is probably about the right price for me. Uh, the one, a smile and a winks on a each-way basis. Race two is the first of... The Great Southern Star Heats, the Yabby Dam Farms Great Southern Star Heats. Three runners from each heat get automatically through to the final on the same night, and the next fastest four runners get through. This race, the more I unpacked it, the more confused I got about it, Dan. I think Mafasa Metro gets across them at the start, and if he does that, he's going to be terribly hard to beat Mafasa Metro. Oh, no doubt. He, he ran second in the final last year for memory. So yep. the short course suits him. He's got the gate speed front line draw. You can give him a number of ticks. It's going to suit him. There's no doubt about that. Um, Keyang Ignite won me over uh, first up. He's won me over the way he's come back, lightly raced. But you see the progression that he's making. Uh, he can end up in a good spot here. Remember, this is a heat, so qualification is, is the number one. Um, and I think this is the race where Mufasa Metro could possibly lead. Call me the breeze. King Ignite, three of the key chances right up there. And, of course, Majestuoso is the interesting runner. First up after um, after a year off. I'm siding with King Ignite. Uh, when I first looked at the markets, I thought it was an attractive enough price. Comes through running third to Just Believe and obviously Call Me the Breeze. And Call Me the Breeze is $1.70 um, and King Ignite $7.50. So I thought it was a good each-way play. He's a seriously good horse. If he gets cover, he can find the line so strongly. So four, from Call Me the First Up, this high-quality trotter, a lot of improvement to come, just like Keying Ignite and Just Believe on that occasion. All three of those plays get us out of the night pistol. 
had improvement to come, which is logical. They were all first up. Call Me The Breeze was really good, stuck to its task well. Um, gets to the better gate, slightly better gate this time, and um, we'll probably find out more about it. It's it's more likely to back up better twice in the one night, I suspect. But $1.70, um, it might be right on the cusp of too short um, or not the right value. So I just wonder if it might get out a little bit because Mafasa Metro now trims to 360. Take a pretty good beginning from Call Me The Breeze to keep out uh, Mafasa Metro. Yeah. So um, I suspect Call Me The Breeze might just get out marginally, but I'm sticking with Key and Ignite, Toby. Four, two, five, and Majestuoso, um, as I said, he's almost a forgotten about trotter. He's high quality. Uh, he won this series a couple of years ago, um, and I guess we want to see him first up. But Andy Gath's won this race previously first up with Tornado Valley. So he's definitely in the mix. If Just Believe didn't exist, Mufasa Metro would be the reigning great Southern star and Inter Dominion winner. Well, that's that's <laughs> bizarre, that's probably it? true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he's run second to him in both of those. When you yeah. say it like that, it's bizarre in a way, isn't it? Because you just don't even hold him on that level in a way. So maybe he's underrated. Maybe uh, well, there, there's something he's else. He's run second to RC Phoenix and Olivici, and you know, there's been a few he's run second to. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a good horse, isn't he? Really, at the end of the day, that's his level. And yeah, I don't. Without Just Believe, I sort of don't think he would have won those races either, if that makes sense. It's just, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. I, anyway, I think he's going to give a great side again. I think he gets to the front. He's racing really well. He he had that second effort last week of working off the gate, and then he came again in the straight, and he passed Olavici from memory. So I think Mufasa Metro uh, is the one to beat in the race. Uh, I think he leads for a long way anyway, being a heat. Nathan Jack's pretty savvy. Call me the breeze or run a great race. It'll definitely qualify to be in that top two or three. Whether it wins or not, I'm not sure. It's a bit of a graveyard heat, Stan, in the last three years of the Great Southern Star. Of the six favourites, only one has won in the Great Southern Star heats. And they've run third, second, second, fourth, first and second. So the, the favourites are always thereabouts in these heats, but they don't always win them. So... Uh, on that basis, I think Mufasa Metro could be the one that pinches it over uh, Call Me The Breeze and no doubt it'll be close. Keying Ignite for all the reasons you said and uh, Majestuoso as well for what you said too.